Here we go, round number 25, the last round. We've got through the penultimate. And now <laughs> how did you survive it, Dan? How many, how many times did you say it? Uh, hey, sorry, Zero. Sorry, sorry, how many times did you hear it? Uh, not too bad. That, that goes to show. You know what I got a text from Brian Fletcher, of all people? Yes. He listens to the podcast. Is that hello, Fletch? Hello, Fletch. And he said the very not f- for them the gambling he, advice. I hope. No, he said as soon as I go onto the show, that'll be the first term I use <laughs> penultimate. I yeah. heard was that I did hear it once. Was it Fletch? I think it was Fletch. Probably yeah. was Fletch. I, heard, I think I heard Vossi say it once as well. It yeah. seeped into my unconscious. I couldn't stop saying it all week. <laughs> oh, it, was, me. it was banned in the commentary box on Saturday. <laughs> but we still have preliminary final weekend is also mm. the penultimate weekend yeah. of the competition. I yeah. think we can bring it back one more time. Sean, he's walking around the office saying this is the penultimate Thursday of the month. <laughs> Got a little twitch, <laughs> twitch going on everything. Yeah, couldn't can't stop show saying weakness, Joel. So <laughs> you show weakness in the office. So you, well, I'll tell you who showed weakness, all of us. We were terrible mm. this week. Um it was uh, a good start for a couple of us, but then, well, it just it, it went badly. Two and six, Jamie. Two and six, Sean. Three and five, Joel. Four and four, me. So I've got the totals. We'll do the uh, totals next week. Joel, you're still way above fifty percent. Jamie, I think that puts you just below fifty yeah. percent. Yep. Uh, Sean, you're still well above, and uh, me, we've stopped keeping score for the mercy rule. So we get to round twenty-five, but what round impressions, gents, of um. Of the last round, what did we Ooh. like? What did we dislike? Any any notes from a gambling perspective? Well, I just recall last year, Dan, and 99 people out of 100 were tipping the storm. They were so far in front. It's just completely anyone's. Do you, do you agree? All the best teams are limping. Mm. There's just no one putting their hand up. I know this man across from me, which is Sean the Trader, he's very, very bullish all of a sudden about a team to win this comp, Dan. Mm. The Bunnies. Yeah, and I, I'm, like it, it's funny you say that, Joel, because the last the last few years is always the top of the pole seem to on the the three or four weeks in the lead in the finals they're really hitting their straps, and there's that separation between the top eight and bottom eight. There's not that this year. We've seen a couple of the the, the Raiders have knocked off a couple of top eight team, top four teams. Mm. Uh, Bulldogs are doing the same. So it's a funny old year. Um, but yeah, pretty bullish on South, and it kind of all comes down to the to who they're going to draw. They're going to get the Roosters in week one in in all likelihood. Um, no Napa. I think they can definitely. That's probably going to be a pick'em game. Uh, you win that, then they're up to their their next in it. Do you get the feeling, Joel, when you call games, you get a better feel for a team? Um, hundred percent. Yeah, I called the Roosters on on Saturday. I'm off them. I called them too, and they got no attack. And and when they lack forward punch, I mean, they're they're big t- tactic. Do you think this? Well, we called you were with me. Mm. All they do is just put it up for. Ferguson and Tupo. It's not the worst tactic, but it, it, it's a bit of lap of the god stuff, isn't it? Yeah, they were probably the most disappointing on the weekend, along with the Dragons, obviously, that, that they just um, lacked imagination in terms of finishing sets. And you don't wouldn't expect that from Cooper Cronk. Like, I always thought as a half, you know, try something a little bit different when things aren't going your way, you know, like a little chip or a little grubber or something. Like, you just can't keep kicking to the corner and... and Hoping for a result that's not going to – you don't keep fishing in the same spot if you haven't caught anything there mm. for a week. You know, you actually mix it up a bit. But, Jamie, why – like that game you're talking about, Manu and Tedesco had 20 tackle busts between them. They could not be tackled. Mm. So you've got two players like that in your back line. We're not even talking about Latrell Mitchell, who we know what he can do. Why are they not dismantling teams? 
I think they had a, a month there where Cooper actually pulled back a lot and, and let the guys play footy. And then when Kiri got injured, they had to he had to step up and organise because Madison's not like that. And Kiri back for the run. I'm not totally off them, but um, they were disappointing. I'm probably a little bit off south to be honest. They look they look buggered. Now is this this? Um, well, you buggered. two would know the idea. What, what is this? This front loading or this uh, heavy load before a finals? Yeah. Is that a real thing? Yeah, it is. So what they try and do, it's like the the trampoline. They try and bounce it down as low as you can so that you spring into the next month of footy. So they probably had a little hard period, knowing that they're comfortably in the top four. They're going to get you know play in Sydney anyway because that's how the table's panning out. But um, I would have rested Cook last week, Jamie. You've won a premiership. What are the key ingredients? Here's something I think of. Good goal kicker. Is that a necessity? <laughs> oh, hang on. We're a bit biased here. Look, <laughs> yeah. listen to these two blokes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so will you tell me, what are the key ingredients of winning a premiership? A good goal kicker, no injuries. Like we didn't have any injuries. Long. Well, I think we had Dan Hunt. Uh, we had Jet guys fill in. But um, the, you need to be able to, to go back and – Benji, I spoke to Benji about it on mm. Saturday actually, and he he said it like there's like a plan A that Wayne will call it, and the the best teams have a plan A. So you saw Titans on the weekend when they pushed the Melbourne Storm. Melbourne just went back to their plan A. Not much was working for them, but they just had that base that they could go back to and lean on, and that was good enough to get them out of trouble against a rubbish team. Mm. Um, I don't know if all the teams in the eight have got that at the moment. The Dragons certainly don't have it. When things don't go their way, they look rudderless. Uh, Panthers are the same at the moment. Souths, I know they get a few guys back, but you, you need that consistency going in. And I, I spoke about it with Penrith. I'm not worried about the results. I'm worried about the performance. You know, if you can go, look, Dragons can go this week and, and if they lose by two, mm. it doesn't matter. But if they're into it right up to the end for 80 minutes, that's better than actually winning. Because some of the some of the performances for eighty minutes have been disappointing to mm. say that's that's been kind. But yeah, you need you just need everyone to understand their job. So Shawnee South, you've been keen on the sharks. Are you still sharks? Yeah, I'm sharks. I'll tell you what, I, I called it with Dan and the Broncos. Mm. The Brisbane Broncos have a, a real smell of you're gonna get our best for the next month. And I don't know if anyone can go with them. And I've got uh, last year's big league in front of me. They were one game away from the grand final last year. They were. They're a chance, aren't they? Who, who's your team? Well, here? they're gonna. I was looking at Brisbane. If they finish sixth, which I think they will, because Melbourne will beat Penrith and Dragons. Do you think I'll get Dragons beating Newcastle? But anyway, um, I'll get Brisbane finishing sixth, which would mean if they win their first game against I think the Dragons or Penrith, they would then play the loser of South and Roosters. They've beaten both those sides twice this year. So they're going to fancy their chances. Both in Sydney too, didn't they? Right. So then that would take them to a prelim final in Melbourne, yeah. and I think that would be their problem. So I think they've got to finish fifth, and then they've got to play Cronulla. Probably it's it's a fun thing trying to work out the draw, but then, of course, it only takes one result. In the, well, you know in what? If Cronulla, which they can beat the Melbourne Storm, and there's so many permutations, but they've beaten the Sharks – They've beaten the Roosters, they've beaten South, all in Sydney. So they could. Yeah. Uh, Sean, did the Cronulla stuff uh, overnight, has it had any impact? And by the time we go to air, by the time you hear this on podcast, it might have changed even further. But yeah, no, not not really. These these things, when they kind of 
pop up. They kind of fester for a long time before anything sort of material happens. So no impact yet. You wouldn't think it would affect the players, would you? No, nah, zero. Yeah. That's what I... Unless you were a player who were heavily involved in it. But other than that, zero impact. A name will come out soon, won't it? Because if, if 50000 was given to an, an undisclosed payment in 2015, that identity will be revealed, whether, it, you know, by desire or but not. Pe- people aren't solid league. enough these days to keep the info in. No, it, it's rugby league. It's rugby That's league. That's right, that info will get out. Yeah. Anyway. Fascinating, fascinating stuff. Um now, we might do this next week, Sean, and that is rip into these uh, Dallium Team of the Year markets you've put up. Yep. I think there's some odd ones here. Um, <laughs> oh, I'll get to it. Half, all right, who's your half-pack of the year, gents? Before Brooks. Jeez, okay. Well, you are agreeing with Sean. $1.35. Yeah, I just think he was... Well, give me another half-pack that's... Adam Reynolds? Nah. It's a Sean it's a funny the, the way they Sean award Johnson it, be close. But the way has, they award these are, are a bit. It doesn't always go to the you know. No, it's if, the points based exactly. Thing, so if you were to sit back and, and and say who's who's been the halfback of the year, it's probably not like Brooks. Is it? Let's be honest. I, I tell you who it would almost be per game. Mitchell Pearce. Well, well he is second favourite. Sean has got him at seven dollars. It's, it's not per game. No, because they've right. missed injury. Yeah, you know, Cleary missed. Um, Cronk, yeah, you know, hasn't had probably a standout season. Mm. Done his job. Melbourne don't have a halfback. It'll be the weakest halfback of the year award, won't it? Based on what we've seen in the past, it'll I be. I think the, Luke Brooks has had a fair season, but not not some of the seasons we've seen. No, halfbacks for a halfback, it's. Yeah. Um, there were two awards here. Uh, center of the year, we give to Latrell Mitchell. Yes, that we lock yes. that in, right? Okay, Sean, you got it at a dollar fifty. And the other one that was a lock was Damien Cook, or well, the one I saw there that looked like a lock as hooker of the year. No one's going to beat him, are they? Nah, the fullback is the race. I didn't it? have him in my team of the year. Cork? No. Nah. Really? Who's your hooker? Smith. Okay. Well, Smith's $3.25. So, Sean's got him What's as the fullback price? Um, all right. Give me who you'd have it for. Oh, like you've got Kalen, Roger, Turbo, Val. I didn't ask for a list. <laughs> I asked for a prediction. Oh, uh, you know Jesus. what? I, I personally... RTS. I think Holmes, personally. RTS. Yeah, that's who I'd have, too. You've yeah. got RTS. Only because Kalen's missed some games, mm-hmm. which could cost him the Dally M. Probably should, like it should be if we're if we're taking a poll of who's been the best fullback, it's Val by a mile. I would have thought, but Rogers, he's going to go a long way to winning the whole medal himself. Yeah, and if he does that, then he automatically becomes yeah. fullback of the year. Yes. So it's a bit, yeah. Well, okay. So it's RTS one ninety, Ponga two ten, Holmes seven dollars, Tedesco seventeen. Just Tedesco's had a good year, hasn't he? He's had a can't great get year. tackled. They can't tackle him. Uh, Billy at forty one, Tommy T at forty one as well. Okay. Um, and the other one that uh, is really a tight one, lock of the year. Your contenders, according to Shawnee, are Jake Trebojevic and Jason Talmalolo at 275 each. So that's interesting. The winner really? could come from a non-finals team. Jai Arrow, five, another non-finals team. Sammy Burgess at seven and Jack DeBellin at 21. Sam Burgess at seven? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So there's some money to be made here. Uh, prop of the year for feeder? Yeah. Dollar thirty lodge at nine dollars. This is an interesting one. The interchange player of the year. How do we work this out? Your guess is as good as mine, Dan. Is this the first year of this award? No, no, it's this is the would be the second year. Regan Campbell Gillard, I think, won it last. Do we need an interchange player of the year? Seriously, probably probably not. Seriously, you wouldn't want to be awarded. Okay, you wouldn't want to go up there there on stage on the night. Dave Clemmer is the fourth pick for interchange player of the year. Can we get rid of it? Corbin Sims is the favourite at three twenty-five. 
Lusanami are four. Seguiaro, six. Seguiaro win that. Six dollars. Do we need the award, Jamie? No, we don't. Sims have been pretty – yeah, but there's money to be made, Joel. <laughs> there's money to be made here. Sims have been pretty good. I think Regan Campbell-Gillard played off the bench about five times last year and won it. <laughs> or maybe, yeah, mate, mate, we, we live in a world where frigging Reese Martin can walk off the field after three seconds and get himself qualified for the ISP. Is it true they've also got assistant coach of the year? <laughs> what? Seraldo <laughs> <laughs> uh, Short. <laughs> Have you got a coach of the year, Mark and Sean? No, nah, not allowed to. Suspended. What? Yeah, not allowed to. Why? Well, it's just the world we live in. So you can have the French player of the year, but you can't have coach of the year. Exactly. Go figure. Seabold would get that anyway, wouldn't he? Yeah. Coach of the year? Yeah. Mm. Oh. Bellamy gets the minor premiership. No. Oh, I'm come. telling you. Why can he not get it well, again? We, we won two minor premierships and finished fifth, and the year we won it, Brian Smith got coach of the year. They I think the year sixth, before. The year before they finished last. <coughs> so he took him from last to six, and that was coach of the year rather than two minor premierships in a row. You know the other award that I find, how do, how do they possibly judge on it? The captain of the year. Yeah. How, how do you judge? It's like the father of the year. How do you judge on someone else's dad being better? Like you can't. That'll be two of us a Sheck anyway. <laughs> um, really? Yeah, he was my captain of the year. Okay. We had what, to vote on basis it. Yeah, oh, how do you judge that? Just... I put it down to handling the pressure of being at the Warriors. I had him finishing second last. I think his form, he's probably the best captain that's played good. So I'd have Cam Smith. So, but then on the same thing, you've got to say, well, he's Kearney your coach of the year, don't you? Anyway, mate. But he was the coach <laughs> that led him to near the bottom last year. So do you Can we go back to the penultimate? <laughs> uh, and one more, Dallium winner. Cook, 325. RTS, 325. Ponga, 375. Just Ponga's blown out. Holmes at $10, Brooks at 15 for Fita. Can you back each way? No, unfortunately. Oh, fair. <laughs> What's wrong with these? Uh, these uh... Can we do a same game, Shawnee, where you, you, know, you can have – I hate to be, the, the, I hate to be the bearer of bad news always. I hate saying no to you, folks. I'm not blaming no. you. It's a, it's a stupid system. Because for feet, I might just sneak into the top three. He could easily. Val's been a massive mover in the one these last few weeks. You honestly think that the NRL is going to let for feet win Dally M? No, I said top, that's why I said top three. Well, they ripped him off of Churchill. Yeah. He was best player in those six, in 16. We haven't got a top 10 market? No. No. All right. right. Tavita Pengai will make the top 10 in my opinion. Yeah, AFL will. They have a top 10. They do, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Boys down in Melbourne will be reminding us of that. Yeah, but don't blame, you know. I mean, we're some Rothman's medal rip-offs. So, I mean, there is precedent for why we can't bet on certain markets. Mm. Okay. Uh, All right, let's go. South Sydney and the Tigers opens up uh, round number 25. And dollar thirty-seven, the bunnies, uh, the tigers three ten. Now, what is the start? Seven and a half. Okay, seven and a half. Tigers have won five of their last six against South. They pumped them a few weeks ago, and in those five wins of those last six, they've all been big margins: 16, 16, 16, 32, I think, was mm. in there, and an eight. So they've got the wood over South and they've got some nice start here. Joel, you start us Yeah, off. they've got the longer turnaround, the Tigers as well. Um, the Rabbitohs, Olympic at the moment. I, I'm with Sean. I think they'll explode, but I think a week later. I think first week of the final, South Sydney are good to go. I think the Tigers will really push them here and go through the record of teams who have played in Canberra. The week after that, they have gone awful, all of them. So Tigers for me, Dan. Okay, all right, Tigers. Almost, that, that almost has a circle around it, doesn't it? Just write that under mine. What's that? Just write Tigers under mine. Oh, mine. I did. Sorry. 
Because right. I'm going south. Okay. Ooh. All right. I'll just cross it out. With confidence. Oh, so you think the heavy load has ended and this is when they come out of the blocks. They're not going into week one on the back of a loss. What do we think of, before we get to your tip, Sean, what do we think of the 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 team with no chance in the last round? Do we think this is, you know, devil may care and or that they're thinking a mad Monday and uh, they don't? We're going to get a couple of those, aren't we? We're yeah, going to yeah. get a couple of high. Yeah, there's, there's a, there's the a couple I've got. Kind of, so. I'm going to say. Uh, let's we'll wait for the Canberra game. Mm. Yeah, there's I'm a couple say, of those games I've got earmarked. Um, there's some sorry. costumes packed in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's always a worry. You know, you've got South who are gearing up for a top four spot. They've been down. West were really disappointing last week when I fancied them, so they're in the bin. Um, <laughs> uh, South, yeah, for me, pretty comfortable. This is what worries me about Tigers. There are no stakes on this game. And there's no expectation. This is when they shine. Yeah. You put expectation on them, they crumble. I don't think they'll have a full strength. This won't be the best 17 that they roll out. I reckon if there's niggles in and around, there'll be changes. For Tigers or for South? Tigers. Okay, so Jamie confident South, Joel Tigers, you and I, Sean, South. Yep. Are you conf- he's confident? Yeah, confident. Yeah, he's oh, confident, confident yeah. Sean. Yeah. Ooh. He's leaning forward. He's like a poker player that's got <laughs> pocket kings over there. Just... It's very, uh, very uh, confident. Warriors Canberra, the six pm game. Uh, Warriors a dollar fifty five. Canberra two forty five. That's a pretty tight market. Start minus four point five. Uh, they met earlier this year. Canberra led nineteen six. Warriors came back as one of their miracle wins and one of Canberra's catastrophic losses. Uh, Warriors outside chance of getting a home final. Yeah, I've been in this exact same scenario where we played the Warriors. Warriors were on their way to a grand final. We couldn't make it. It was over there on a Friday afternoon, Friday evening. So you have all the right intent. You prepare for it. But ultimately, they rested a lot of players too, the Warriors, when we played them. But this, they were hungrier. They were fitter. They were stronger. They were ready to go. They were at home. They were on the eve of the finals. And you find yourself keep looking up at the clock. There's 60 minutes left in my season. There's 45 minutes left in my season. And class will prevail. Big win for the Warriors. Mm. Uh, I think the coach has got something to do with this. I, I like the Raiders. I just think Ricky Stewart will – there'll be some sort of secret incentive there that they go over and put a performance in and um, he won't want to end the year with a loss. They've been up twice now. That was a big win over South, a big win over the Roosters. We're also a bit surprised, let's be mm. honest, that they could do it two weeks in a row. Mm. Can they do it th- – That the question is can they do it – can they be up for a third week in a row? I hope so. You think they can? Well, this is the similar scenario that South. Remember South met Melbourne and the Roosters and then they had a shocker against Brisbane? Confidence, Dan, for me, Warriors. Oh, he's going, he's going. Okay, and Sean? Yeah, really tricky game. As you said, Raiders have been have been up for a fortnight. I really don't know what to make of this game. If, they, if the Raiders go over there with a, a bit of a um, sort of no-fuss attitude and throw the ball around, the Warriors could easily get sucked into that kind of game. Um, and the Raiders could, could could easily win, but I just think week before finals, uh, same deal as South. The Warriors are going to want to go in with the with a point to prove them. What's the, the line on that? Surely you're taking the overs. Would it be about forty eight and a half? Uh, good question, but yeah, it, it's got a very overs feel to it, doesn't it? Uh, I've gone Warriors as well. Incentive for the Warriors not just to win but to win well because if they can jump over two teams, they'll get a home final. Yeah. So they'll, I think they'll count on. Dragons or Panthers, one of those losing. Can they jump over Brisbane as well? Well, they're only three points behind on for and against. Mm. So they can put on a cricket score. Mm. That might, just... might be onto something. This could be a game of touch. And yes. The Warriors have 
pulled it back a lot this year. Blake Green out again, but how good was Mason Leanwell the other day? Yeah, but he'd be great at the Broncos too. Someone's got it. Surely he's too gone. The Broncos. Yeah, surely he is too good based on the form we've seen to be a uh, reserve player. I'm glad you brought that up, Dan. Remember Brody Croft last year? Mm -hmm. Steps in, plays with such abandonment to his game. Whatever comes in, scoring tries, this guy's going to take over from Cooper Cronk. Doesn't happen like that. Mm. You play with the the fact that you're only you're only up for one or two games, and you know that you're not going to be there when the big games count. So mm. it's I'm saying market value. Oh, market value by all means, but yeah, yeah. There's there's pros and cons to that as well. All mm. right. So we've all gone Warriors except you, Jamie and Joel. You've got confidence. Shawnee, have you got confidence? Uh, no confidence. Sorry. Okay. We get to Melbourne, Penrith. Uh, the late Friday game, Amy Park, Storm $1.56, Penrith $2.45. The line is minus 5.5. Seems a bit skinny to me. And um, Melbourne, well, this is they do the farewells pretty well, and this is Billy Slater's big night. And don't discount Ryan Hoffman getting on for five minutes, as unlikely as it is, but he might get a farewell as well. Yeah, look, uh, the record is imposing against Panthers. 17 from 18, the storm of one. Something's telling me that they could turn around and win this Penrith, but I can't be suckered in again. So I'll stay the storm. Storm for me. They haven't done big games well this year, though, Dan. No. They've, they've, I think they've three lost three of the big occasions. Bellamy coaching. But, yeah, the, the storm, I thought it would be a little bit bigger, to be honest. I think they come out and, and roll in, knowing the fact that they're going to get two home finals and another crack at a premiership. That's an intimidating crowd when it's full, and there's no AFL on this week, and they've got the Slater stuff. I think I get twenty plus, mm. so it'll be an imposing atmosphere. Mm. Uh, it's time for Sean's weather report. Um, <laughs> Fifteen rain, miserable as as usual down there, and it's probably the only reason I'm going to kind of side with Penrith. Um, it, it's got a bit of a sort of mini semi kind of feel to it. I think both. Penrith certainly have to show something here. Um, and what better chance than the storm in Melbourne? So I'm, I'm tipping a pretty tight one. So Penrith for me. Oh, okay. Sean, of the bottom four teams, which team would you want to be with to win this comp? Oh, it's Broncos. Broncos. By, by a mile, yeah. Not Warriors? Yeah. <coughs> See, I'd have uh, Warriors first. You'd have Warriors first? Just because I can't trust Bris those Brisbane, that Brisbane to go four straight weeks. Hmm. I just can't see if I mean, if the Warriors snag a home final week one, then they can probably go further than what I'm expecting. But four four weeks of finals footy on the road, yeah. I don't know. It's what are you, Sally? Brisbane, yeah, Brisbane comfortably. Mm, well, War, Warriors, Warriors are next best. Mm. Well, it depends on Blake Green. He's got to be there. If he's out again, I fancy they've rested him, making mm. sure he's fine for week one. Yeah, but we expect them both to win their first game, don't they? We expect Brisbane and Warriors to handle Penrith and Dragons. Yeah. Right. Let's get to the Dragons. They're the favourites. That's interesting. Uh, Knights two dollars five. Dragons a dollar seventy eight. The line. What do you got the line at now, Joel? Uh, two and a half. Two and a half. It's gone out. Ooh, okay. You know it's funny, Dan. How things change. You say that's interesting. Had you said that during the year with no Ponga, no Watson, no Watson yeah. and you, and we're surprised to see Dragons favourites. Mm. Wow. Right. Can we get to the Matt Dufty stuff? Yeah. Why was he oh. – apparently he's tired. Apparently he was okay with the decision, I'm told, that he was comfortable. There's your first problem. And then to be – is it wrong to say embarrassed by Bremer Smith a couple of times? Yeah. What's happened there? Um, if you're tired 
and you're about to play a final series, I wouldn't be picking you. You know, I'll throw a little spanner in the works. In the reserve list is a kid called Pat Herbert. Jamie, hasn't he been way too good for the ISP? Way too good. Is is Zoom it worth rolling the dice on him? And Dufty gone. Uh, you know a big stat I like, Dan? Where, where was Jai Field? Oh, but defence is an issue for yeah, Jai if you, if He's in the, tired, he's in the If Dufty's tired, mm. you, Jai Field, bang, go for your life. Dufty, have a rest. Well, there's a theory that because it was Nightingale's last game at Cogra, he was kept in the starting side, put at fullback, and they like um, Pereira. Mm. So that's why they sort of reshuffled the way they did. Well, Pereira hasn't played ISP for ages and he's going to be the top try scorer. So he, I think he's fine on the left. Just back to this Herbert, Dan, a stat that I love for fullbacks is to add up their tries and try assists, their contribution for tries. This Paddy Herbert, his numbers are through the roof. Hmm. It's, it's just, you know what, Dan, if they were first by four points and the minor premiership had wrapped up, by all means, Jace Nightingale, fantastic. You, you go and do – but mm. they're not in form. Yeah, it's, it's not a team that can be – It's not, can You can't to, afford to be playing no. around and all that kind of stuff. Well, and, they were doing that playing around mid-season. Yeah, but Jace could have easily come off oh, – Nene could have gone to the bench and you could have started, you know, and bring mm. him on and play him a little bit of back row or something like that if you want to experiment. But I don't think they're in any position to experiment and the fans certainly let them know that. As for Dufty, mate, I, I, don't, I get it. You're tired. Mate, you're about to play in a final series. You'd swap with any other of those fullbacks in the bottom eight that aren't playing, and they they wouldn't be tired. Mm. Didn't play Origin. I think he's just out of form, and that's a bit of an excuse. What are you going to do in the comp now, Sean? I think they're they're right out the gate. Name they're like, your they're, own. Yeah, they're fifty to one or something now. Aiken, unbelievable. Aiken and Nightingale out of this game. Uh, so you've now got Zach Lomax playing in the centres. Good kid. Yeah, good kid. Uh, Kurtman again five eight. So still no Gareth Widdop. Uh, Jai Field on the bench as that sort of uh, that loose back uh, on the bench. Newcastle, uh, you've said it already, no Kalen Ponga, no Connor Watson. Um, they keep fighting, though, the Knights. I, I thought they would have put up the white flag a month ago. They keep fighting it out. It's a big day for them. That old boys' day record is not as good as we make out, mm. but they seem to do. they do seem to play better. So where do we go? You go first, Sean. I mean, how could you possibly back the Dragons at, at odds on the way they're going? I, I certainly can't. I'm kind of a bit surprised the market's kind of holding up. Um, even with all of Newcastle's outs, if Ponga was playing here, you're almost – it's an all-in job for, for Newcastle for me. If he's not, I'm still going to take them with the with that two-point, two-and-a-half start. Okay, Jamie Sound? Yeah, I, I tossed up. Um, I got burnt last week by the Dragons. I've got them in my uh, – all up multi, so I'll, I'll say the Dragons. I, I just can't. Yeah. There'll be no confidence bets here. Nah, I'm sure. <laughs> no. That's a trying. If a circle is confidence, that's a hexagon. This is a game I'm not touching. I can't, I, I can't imagine that they don't. There's not some sort of response in terms of physicality, and maybe they jump out early and, and hold on. Yeah, yeah. I'm Dragons. I'm, I'm Dragons, boys. I, I love this <laughs> Lomax. That's got a hexagon too. <laughs> yeah. I just can't see a team without Watson and Ponga. That's uh, I can't get my head around that. I like Lomax in the team. He'll score a try. There's my bet for the game. He'll have an, an anytime try score a Lomax. Um, big crowd. Special shout-out too for Hino and Lillian last game. Yeah. I played in Hino's first ever game. 
Uh, ironically, it was against the Dragons. So his first and last games against the Dragons for Hino. There you go. Mm. There you go. And he is in the top ten. Top yeah. ten games played. Eighth, I think. Mm. Um, the as Matty Russell said last night on Fox, you've got seven games that have an impact on the eight. The only one that doesn't is the only one that's a sellout. Gold Coast, North Queensland, two dollars fifty, dollar fifty four. Obviously, it's all about the thirst and farewell and the start minus five and a half. Were the Cowboys great last week or were Parramatta that awful? Both. Yeah, Cowboys have been good for a while, haven't they? Yeah, I've I've got to go to the Cowboys. Would they be your team, boys, if you had a wild card to throw into oh, the finals? I'm not talking about that rubbish. Well, who would you pick? I don't know. Okay, Cam- Canberra, Cowboys. What about this? No, before we get no one that, should get rewarded for mediocre. Futility. An eight versus nine. Playing. Playing game. Gross. I'm not p- supporting it. I'm just putting it up. The, you know, no idea. Who would you put up against eighth if that was the case? Is it Cow- Are they the number one Commi- seed? What, a commissioner's pick? Yes. <laughs> That's actually not the dumbest. Okay, so the eighth place team. I love this, Dan, because you finished eighth. whoop de doo You've oh, just beaten okay. 50%. Now, uh, people my age of which you are, do you miss the Wednesday night playoff? Oh, how good was it? At Parramatta Stadium. And there'd be no one there, but Channel 10 would be covering it. And The Tigers made a grand final from that, didn't they? Yeah, none in 88. Yeah. They beat Newcastle and, and went all the way. Went all the way. Mm. <laughs> now that we've got those memories out of the way. Right, back to 2018, boys. Oh, Come shut on, let's up, go. Sean. How old are you? Old enough. He's a you baby. don't want free football? <laughs> No, but they're talking about it in the AFL because they've got that stupid bye week. So um, they're saying, well, let's fill the bye week with 7th versus 10th and 8th versus ninth. Great idea. And, well, they know the smell of money, so they might. Great idea. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get back to this game. So you're taking uh, Cowboys, Jolly? Well, you can't go against him, can you? No. Nah. Uh, you too, Jamie? Yep. Circle. Gold Coast, before we get to you. Circle, please, Dan. Oh, circle, Sean. Yeah, Cowboys for me. Uh, No one shooting Bambi here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a great stadium when it's full. That Seabus Stadium. It's a great stadium. It's a pity it's, you know, 10 kilometres in from the water and it's a nightmare to get to, but Mm. it's a great joint. What are you doing market-wise, Sean? Are you going to have much there for him? For JT, yeah, we're going to have a little. We're going to build a little JT hub as a bit, a bit of a tribute yes. to the goat with all various. Um, well, that's what he wanted. Can you imagine all the things he wanted? Jeez, thank you. There's a betting hub. <laughs> exactly, <for> exactly. <laughs> we've answered. We've answered his prayers. What's the What's the mega bet? Uh, so we're going to go with JT to to score a try and then convert his own try. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, a little bit of a twist on it. Five dollars fifty, you can get for that. And I'd, I'd be I'd be shocked. If they're not, and I've I've got a bit of a view for a, I was talking to Sugar earlier. This could be a Harlem Harlem Globetrotters type sort yes. of game. There'll be ladders yes. and all sorts of carry on going out there in his farewell. I'd be shocked if they're not looking for him and he doesn't score a try. So get around the mega bit. I saw there was commentary. I've got, I've got one you can put in for Thurston to kick a field goal at any time. Okay, we might have to call the NRL there, Sowie, and I'm just saying, just ask I him, he ask, just him if, ask him if we're allowed to. Oh, his field goals now not allowed. Yeah, Dan. Oh. Well, how can you rig a field goal, Mark? Well, I suppose you. I suppose you. <sighs> See, all those people that fix games, you've ruined it for the rest of us. <laughs> mm. um, people, I, there was commentary that oh, the Cowboys they got to send off mm. the, the crowd got to send him off in style, but it would have been nice if there was a contest. Now, I would have thought they'd be delighted to see the old-fashioned flogging. Yes. But they saw this exhibition 100%. of great attack for. Okay, it was a dud second half, but they got it, this. Beautiful 40 minutes. I watched from zero to 80 because of that. 
If it was 12-10 and they were both taking penalty goals and playing like they've yeah. got something yeah. to play for. If you don't, if you can't make the eight, there should be a rule come in. No penalty goals. Oh, if there's a if there's a penalty <laughs> No, if there's a penalty goal in this game, I will I'll turn it off. I think I'm down to trade this game as well, so I might have to walk away. Just, just on that, like given there's only one game Well, that game there, for example, shouldn't we be trialling something? Casey Badger should be getting a go for sure. We should be trolling stuff there. Captain's Challenge. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Here's the thing. They trolled it once for a Dragons-Newcastle game and you wouldn't believe it. There were no video. There were no, Every every try was given. It was mm-hmm. obvious. Yeah. So but, we've somehow thrown away the captain's or the coach's challenge. Yeah, because we too, we have to have a meeting to have a meeting to, to, to trial it. You just call the two coaches and go, right, hey, we're just going to trial this this week and see what it feels like. The, the teams don't care. As mm. a player, you don't care. No. You wouldn't. You're not going in there going, oh, geez, captain's challenge. Yeah, nice. Uh, Parramatta Roosters is the late game on Saturday. Uh, mm. Parramatta four twenty. Roosters dollar twenty three. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Jamie? Oh, just a nice little nightcap there. It'd be <laughs> just <laughs> half time. <laughs> what time's that kick off? Seven thirty. Beautiful. Eight eight o'clock bedtime. Uh, Eleven and a half is the start there. If you want, Pats come in a touch. So if you want the start, you got to you, you Will get that. Stay there, Sean. Oh, I I think the Roosters will probably get backed, won't they? So you think twelve and a half? I think so. So what are we playing? Hey, what are we going to play? Twelve and a half or eleven? No, we've got to play. We'll play eleven and a half. Okay. Twelve's the key number there. So you can, but you're you can right, Joel. Again. I'm with you. That is a key point, one mm. way or the other. Mm. Uh, do we think Parramatta can keep this close? Uh, no, I don't. We, we saw it last week. Their their queue is in the rack. Roosters need to make a statement. This yeah, is probably one of these other statement games that we touched on. Yeah. Roosters by pick your own margin. But you do have a man crush on Tedesco. I do. You we do all, love him. We all we all know that. <laughs> all right, uh, Joel. Uh, you taught me, Norm. Yeah, they, they have checked out, haven't they? <laughs> oh, they're gone. They, spoon, they were probably wrapped up. They probably wanted, because you know how the talk of JT's last game wanted to be in North Queensland? Mm. They wanted their last game to be in North Queensland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I reckon. So, Here we go. I'm going to say this. He's been quiet. Latrell Mitchell, a hat trick. He's going to explode. Okay. Explode. Okay. Against Jennings? Yep. Uh, yeah, Roosters for me. Um, Dan, oh, now, Parramatta are so keen to end this season. They had their club awards night before the season <laughs> ended. Daniel Alvaro was given the player of the year. Good for him. I thought Jared Hayne was going to win that award. Am I an idiot for thinking that? Because no. he's been great I was the last surprised. couple of months. Oh, yeah, you're right, Dan. I was surprised Alvaro got it. I mean, they finished last, so there's probably, mm. to be fair, it wasn't like it was – there was a standout guy. Um, the old award's early. Do you, yeah, <laughs> do you think it's because that just reeks of like eight weeks out? Just gone. Uh, so ba, I've booked a trip to Fiji. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. There's someone. We're not in. The, yeah, we're not in the eight. So when are we breaking up? And yeah. when are we coming back? Oh, you coming back November fifth. That is so very strange. There's a cracking. Yeah. No, no, I've I've done it. Have you? Yeah. But it just smells of like. But yeah. what happens if there's players tied? Do we have so little regard for the clubman of the year that we just <laughs> we just go? Let's get it open. No way. <laughs> well, you don't want them rolling in next Tuesday. Eyes in the back of their head. No, so but you'd like the award to mean something. I wonder if they're on the source. Oh, I hope so. Oh, that's a good. Oh, that's gonna. Oh, you get, you it, get, you would that, that affect your thing? Like they're just there, just camp. Yeah, of course it'll affect my thing. And you get you that. Talk me into it. I'm gone. The roosters. You get that for free. You back the roosters, and you've got that as upside that they're all on the pister <laughs> in the way. 
Yeah. All right. Speaking, that, that's what it is. We were in London Broncos and we just qualified for the finals and we hadn't done that for years and years and years. And we're all in the shower. And Tony Ray, the coach, says, Right, hey, boys, get out of here. Sniffle. So Russell, Be- Russell Bowden and I, we, uh, we're still in the shower. So we walk out and hear what Tony Ray's got to say. He said, Right, hey, boys, we've made the finals for the first time in ever or whenever it was, you know. Here's the deal no one's on the drink until we win this grand final deal. And there's just silence, <laughs> and all you hear is the shower go back on. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Bowden. <laughs> the next day was the presentation. He was just blotto. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sniffer. You played for the Broncos. Yeah, London Broncos. Well, good fun. Great fun. Absolute great fun. Yeah. Did you ever get recognised in London? Zero. Yeah. Which made made That'd it be better. fun. I was great. Oh, yeah. I, did. I did. Did you? Yeah. There was happened to be a New Zealand Oz Tag tournament. They'd come over to play and we went out the first night in 2013. I played under Sniffer as well. Yeah, good, good guy. Where did you play? Guy? It's the Stoop, isn't it? Uh, it used to be the Stoop. Yeah. yeah they're at um, Ealing. They play on a, like a 3G or 4G turf. Oh, what's Absolute, that like? Oh, torture. Because I've seen a bit of that now. It's Absolute um, torture. Good fun though over this area. Oh, first time around, second time, pits. Absolute uh. pits. <laughs> Weren't you in the Super 8s the second time around? Yeah, the first time, at least I was in Super League. We got beat 72 now. Pat Richards, I think he kicked 14 goals and scored five tries. All right, memories. Uh, <laughs> Canterbury Cronulla is our Sunday early game. It's a good one. Canterbury $2.60, Cronulla $1.50. Cronulla, I, I saw that first half last week, gents. They were shocking. But they got the job done handily in the second half. The line is... Um, six and a half. It's oh, it's gone out to six and a half. Jamie, you can go first. Uh, I would if it was at Shark Park. I know they haven't blown too many teams out. I would have taken the Sharks, but um, I just think Canterbury might want to finish what they've started this mm. last month. And the six and a half is nice. If it was going to be four, I'd probably take the Sharks. But at A and Z daytime, the Sharks don't play that great. I think they're they're gearing up for what's what's ahead. So I'll take the Bulldogs. Should be a big show and a big fair, – it's a farewell to the Morris Twins, Greg Eastwood. Canterbury do that pretty well. I'm not sure how many people will go, but if it's a nice sunny day, might get a nice crowd. So yeah. there might be some uh, emotion there for the dogs. Yeah, um, dogs for me. I, I really love what I've seen from from them the last the last few weeks. And Sharks, really, they've been winning but haven't done it for me. Just scraped in against the Cowboys. Haven't done last. it for you? No. They beat Melbourne in Melbourne. They bounced back and won the week after, which Joel Kane brought up. No one wins after playing Win, Melbourne in Melbourne. They, they just scraped against the Cowboys. There. I know they covered the line and everything. That Melbourne was two, played two Cowboys. Are, Cowboys yeah, are the wildcard last pick. week. They stunk. <clears> and then the what they win by? Yeah, okay, they won. Okay, and that's danger game. Banana against peel a, against the Pongolus Knights. So that's what you, I mean. That's what you kind of should be doing. That's par for the course for me. And they only just got there. Um, love what I've seen yeah. from the Bulldogs. Keep keep trying, even though they've got nothing to play for. Six and a half. Thank you. Yeah, the Melbourne game too, that was the Storm's worst game. And you could argue that they made them play bad. But uh, look, if everything goes to plan as far as results are expected to, mm-hmm. Cronulla would probably know they're running fourth and would probably know they're playing the Storm next week. They rest some guys. Moylan won't play. Yeah, six six and a half with the Dogs. I'll Hang probably on. want to be with them. That's only if. Let's have a look at that ladder. Okay. You need, you need South Was anyone Storm else confused by the whole... Uh, you're right, because Penrith... Best finish, the, worst finish. Because the Penrith, Penrith and the Dragons... If they lose, they're... Well, not even if they lose. If they win, they're still... Penrith 34 points worse than Cronulla, and the Dragons are 50, 47 points worse than Cronulla on four and against. So you're right, Joel. The only danger would be if Brisbane 
if Cronulla lost and Brisbane won by 50-plus. Mm. So you don't want to take that risk. Yeah, I, I'm not – I don't really buy into that. Unless a, unless a bloke's screaming out for a, for a rest and a week off, I don't think you do it. You're tempting fate. Nah. You want to be going in all guns blazing. Nah. I'd, I'd, I'd be shocked if they if they did, even if it was set in stone who they were playing. Yeah, Joel, who are you going with? Uh, I'll go the Bulldogs with the start. So are we all going dogs? Yeah. You're, what are you going, Sean? Dogs, dogs. Dogs, okay, all right. We rested guys in 2010. I, I was rested the last week. And j- just for that reason? Yeah. Right? You, didn't, you weren't crying out for one? No. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Hang on, you rested guys in 09 as well. Not 09. We oh, did. Parramatta rested people. Parramatta, yeah, and they the came old back and, dope. Yeah. 37 nil, and then Hayne playing next week. Uh, Broncos Manly. Uh, sorry to bring that up. Broncos dollar thirty. <laughs> Uh, Manly $3.50 A rare Sunday Arvo game for the Broncos at home They did lose one of these early this year to the Warriors The start this time is minus 10.5 No matter what, there'll be something for Brisbane to play for here And there'll be a a, a target score to win by To overtake teams against a team who will have zero to play for That's dangerous Knowing that you you have to win by a certain amount because you could come out and you make errors the first 10 minutes and then you're forever trying to chase your tail to get into a rhythm. So I think Wayne Bennett, I'm, I'm going Broncos. I think Wayne will have them primed and, and at the point where let's just go out and put a performance in wherever we play next week. Don't worry about it. We'll address it next week. So I think they cover. Yeah, the travelling uh, team out of the race, not a fan. So Broncos for me. Good joint to be treated. You know, yeah. Night out Adam Brisbane. Yeah. Sean? Yeah, Broncos also. We've seen this has already moved a couple of points from eight and a half, which we first opened up. And I think the punters are kind of getting around that theory that they're going to need points <clears throat> and go chasing them. And what a better proposition than Manly at, a, you know, Sunday Arvo at Suncorp. This, uh, this, this could be another pick your own margin kind of, kind yeah. of job. You'd imagine it's either Manly by two or Brisbane by 40 talk, type yeah. game. Because Manly travelled Bron- Broncos. They beat them easily only a few weeks ago at Suncorp. You know he's had a pretty good year when you look at it. Cherry Evans, yeah. you know, around that orange in the back end. If you said halfback of the year, if you, if it was Cherry Evans, I wouldn't be that upset about it. No. How good was he last week against Tigers? And there, I, there was a, you could make an argument that I don't know who the TVs gave the man of the match award that DC was the best player and Tommy Two was the second best yeah. player in, in a team that's beaten. You could argue if with Chorus out there and they if they get LG next year. I'm not a LG fan at the moment, but seven and one, just <laughs> top ten players. Yeah, yeah. Can we can we just touch on Tommy Turbo's one handed catch? Oh, oh my god! I don't think it's got enough uh, airtime. That's one of the like mm. most most smooth kind of skillful things I've ever seen. He was running flat chat and he's picked it up one handed an inch off the ground. Hasn't you know lost a pace and and dished it off. Did to, it? Did it not get the? Coverage because of some of the finishes from the wingers on the weekend, like felt and like if you, it's a finish is like a bit better than actual just yeah, in maybe. play. But well, yeah, I also think if something spectacular happens on a Thursday night, it gets lost pretty quickly. Yeah, we get into the it's the same thing. It's the reason why the Dragons loss was so bad because it happened on a Sunday, Sunday. afternoon. <laughs> it's the last game, and and sort of Penrith's loss got hidden. Yeah. I mean, I thought the shot of Gus leaning on his uh, arms would have been the shot of the week, and the would that would have just resonated all weekend. But now with the Dragons, that overtook. I'll tell you the smartest player person of the weekend, Wayne Bennett, for making sure that he was in front of a camera with Paul White and uh, <laughs> look at that, you know, next yeah. to each other. And it was the back page of the Courier Mail today. They've buried the hatchet. 
to the old master. He just knows how to pull the strings, Jamie, yep. doesn't he? Jo- going into a finals, he just knows how to play the game. He's the best. I still think he'll be in Sydney next year. West Dragons. or south? West. Really? Mm. Well, I just reckon that Gus and him capitalise on that group two years. The worse Penrith go, the bigger the splash Gus has to make with this next selection. That's fair. So I think if they go out the way they're going, wouldn't it increase the chances that he'll just hand the keys over to Bennett? Well, they have to get a return from what they've invested in terms of the academy and everything Mm. gone forward. All right. Uh, That's it. I think we're done. Gents, except time for 101 shots. Uh, uh, we didn't uh, get close last week, did we? No. Stop complaining, everyone. We got nope. two of them a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, all right. Who wants to go first? Joel, you go first. Mine's pretty easy. So I've got my exact same tips, all my tips together, mm-hmm. except I'm leaving the last game out, Broncos, Seagulls. So I've gone at the line, Tigers, Warriors, Storm, Dragons, Cowboys, Roosters, and the Bulldogs. Okay. About $90. Okay. All right. We'll go with that. Um, that's Joel. Jamie Soward. Yeah. Roosters 13 plus, Dan. Okay. Yes. Dragon. Uh, you got the odds for those? Yeah. $1.91. They're Dra- only $1.91, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair enough. Okay. Dragons 1 to 12, $3. 12, $3. Yes. Broncos 1 to 12. No, yeah. sorry. Broncos 13 plus. Because yeah. I've got the, I'm taking the thing. Uh, I think that was at $3. Okay. Uh, South thirteen plus two fifty, and Cowboys thirteen plus three dollars. Oh, okay, it's about one hundred and forty dollars. All right, and I'm changing a tip here. I've got Manly. You talked me into it, but I'm 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 holding. I think Manly can uh, turn up on their odd team. I'm taking them with the start. So uh, sorry about the late change, and I, I changed because it fits my hundred and one shot as well. Robert <laughs> Jennings a double. The band is back together. I'm not sure they beat Tigers, but Robert Jennings a double, four dollars thirty-three. Cronulla one to twelve, three ten. Brisbane one to twelve, three thirty. And the Warriors and the Melbourne Storm head to head. So Warriors one fifty-five, Storm one fifty-six. And I can't remember what that gets me to. One hundred and seven, I think that gets me to. And Sean, you don't play this game, do you? Yeah, no, I've got my this is, this is going to be my, my debut one hundred and one shot. Oh, okay. Get on last. <laughs> Last round of the year. It's only taken me 26 weeks, whatever it is. I reckon there's a few 13 pluses here. No, I'm going to keep it uh, same, same game. 500 metres. Same game. <laughs> same game, multi. Yes. Only three legs. And I'm going to hone in on that Titans-Cowboys game, which is going to be okay. throw around. So we're going to go the over 42 and a half, obviously. Like it, yes. JT to score a try. It's going to be the fairy tale. Yes. And AJ Brimson, a double. Oh, okay. 15 bucks. That gets me to 98.50. 98.50. Are those double bets very popular? Doubles really popular. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I figured that. Mm. Nice juicy odds. Okay. There we go. So we've got 450 to 101 shots for everyone. Is there anything else we need to touch on, Just, gents? Uh, I've got that price about Latrell with a hat-trick, $15. And yes. also... Uh, well, what? 15 Come on, Sean. Mate, bump just, that up. Yeah, you can bump, bump that up. That, that's 21 <laughs> Come on. They're going to win by 30 points. 21 for Sportsbed <laughs> NRL podcast, podcast. listeners. <laughs> Special code. And Dan, yes. $3.40 for Zach Lomax to score at any time for the Dragons. All Just right. throw him in your same game, Maltese. Okay. Responsibly. Right. Okay, Gamble, responsibly. Are we budging? Come on, $21. Oh, okay, I'll give you $21. Yeah, look for it. It'll be, we'll put a little megabit, sugar's a megabit in that game. $21, Latrell, get around it. Thank you. 
Thank you, everyone. Am I in trouble if that gets up? Certainly are. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure, hey? Uh, I'm cheering for him not to. Thank you, John Kane. Right Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Sean, always. Yeah, we're responsible.